It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello and welcome to our very first Endeavor Together podcast, Wine Time. And this is Shelly becoming really, really reserved. <laughs> My name is Phil Anderson, and Shelly can introduce herself. My name is Shelly Webb. Okay, this is how this is going to go. All right, for our very first podcast episode, hopefully it goes much better than the first 30 seconds. <laughs> Are you going to edit it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. This, this is us, raw and real. Um, this is us trying to share with whoever wants to listen our love and passion for wine. I will, I will right off the bat say that it was about 20 years ago, Shelly and I really started um, enjoying wine together. Based off, well, not even based off the book, but the book came along with it, Love by the Glass by Dottie and John from the Wall Street Journal. They used to write a Wall Street Journal um, column. column. And <clears throat> it was great because they were married and they uh, loved drinking wine together. They really, it was a journey. And that just completely engaged me to want to know more about it. And we started drinking wine together. I think our very first love was the Chardonnay um, from Marisolet, right? True. And then we've, you know, we've had a lot of different wines. She belonged to Wine Exchange down in California, Southern California. A little shout out to them. No. You know? I didn't belong to them, no. <laughs> <laughs> to their wine I, club? No. Okay. I belong to a group called Wino, Wine Investigation for Novices and Enophiles, which was popular back in the late 70s. Um but wine exchange you had a relationship with at some point i used to sell wine for a while and i sold wine to wine exchange when they were called liquor exchange there we go i knew there was a there was a rhyme and reason there somewhere yeah so we are not sommeliers uh we just have a strong passion for wine and a love for wine and we drink wine while we're making dinner and listening to music virtually on a daily basis. I don't know what that says about us, but I digress. Um, what I wanted to say is tonight we are going to open some bubblies. So I've got two bubblies here, and maybe this is even better that Shelly's got up from the table because now I can open this and she won't see because one is an actual champagne and one is not. It's a sparkling wine. And then the difference between the two is a, oh boy, there we go. A champagne, for it to be called champagne, has to come from the Champagne region of France. Uh, sparkling wine can come from wherever. And champagnes usually have either Pinot Noir or Chardonnay as their grape. And where do I want to put the cork? Okay, 
This is probably riveting podcasting right now. Now you hear the bag because these are hidden from right now. Ooh, that sounded like it had some pop to it. So we are drinking these from Champagne Flutes. Now the top of the glass is about two and a half inches, give or take. And then I've, I've whatever we like best, I'm going to pour another glass into. I've got some champagne glasses from my great-grandparents' wedding. And it's about, they're about four inches, a little stubby stem. And I think that it gets a bad rap on these sort of things where champagne is, or a sparkler is supposed to be drank from a small flute. Anyway, the, the glasses, um, do you think it's a big deal drinking out of uh, wine glasses that ha uh, like um, a, an actual sparkling wine glass, the small top? I think it's better than these um, ones back in the 50s when they had such wide open spaces. How about having a sparkling wine from a regular wine glass? That's fine, I think. Yeah, we've done that. Okay, so let's get ahead and drink these. Um, before we lose our bubbles. Uh, so the one on the left, the one on the right in terms of color, the one on the right seems to be a little bit more golden than the one on the left. Oh, by the way, wine it's wine time. Okay, so uh, yeah, don't mix them up because I know which is which. Should we go ahead and toast the first one? The left one. <laughs> And here giggles. Ooh, that's nice. Real filters. This is why you're having this podcast. So I have to say that on national podcasting. It's going worldwide, baby. <laughs> now I might also explain. Shell. So we've got six sparkling wines in this house. One of them that we're going to have tonight is actually one that we've had for quite a while, like maybe a year. And uh, so what do you think of the first one? Not bad. Not and very yeasty. Yeah. So I would say it's not a champagne. The, one of the things, um, one of the reasons we haven't really drank a lot of these sparklers, it, it puts Shelly to sleep. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we're recording this and then probably Night night. <laughs> That's not true. It just makes me tired. Okay, let's try the second one. The first one is a little seems a little sweeter. This one does seem sweeter. The second one has a bit of a bite. Mm. So, uh, so which one is the champagne? The second one. You you say the second one is the champagne. Yes. I'm gonna show you what the first one was. It is barefoot bubbly. Oh my god. A ten dollar <laughs> bottle of sparkling wine that you can get at any supermarket. No wonder it's sweeter. <laughs> and the second one is from Champagne, a Jean Diot. You can pronounce that. That's. Another reason I insisted yeah. Shelly be on this podcast, she speaks French. 
So, what is that? Jean Dio. Jean Dio. Brut Selection. Uh, this is a 93-point wine review online. Uh, suggested list price of $45. So, is this uh, four and a half times better than the than the barefoot bubbly? It must be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised at the barefoot bubbly, though. It's not It's not hideous? Horrible. Yeah, it's not it's horrible. Not. You know, I pretty much knew we were going to pour. So I, I brought out my grandparents' uh, champagne glasses from their wedding, which they got married in like 1908 or something. I brought those out to put whatever we like better into that glass uh, and see if it tastes any different because it will have a different taste. You don't have to dump it in. We'll, we'll pour you a new one. Do, do you, which one do you want? Do you want to try the Jean Dio? In there? Sure. Okay, can I have I'm your glass? I'm wondering, though, where does Barefoot come from again? Um, I think it's California. Um, we'll take a look at that. You can grab the bottle. I don't think you're going to run off with it. You have a mic attached. I wonder if the microphone picks up that, that sound. That sound of that. Uh, I also might say that we belong to a wine club that you're going to probably hear a lot about. That's the Gary V. Wine Club. Um, $69 a month. And he touts sending at least double uh, the price. You get one, two, three, or four bottles of wine. I think Shelly's going to take a picture. Nope, she's going to get her glasses so she can read. Uh, anyway, this particular champagne we got in... December of 2018, so it's been a long time since we've been holding on to this. I believe this is a non-vintage. If I'm looking, I don't really see a vintage on it. Like I said, Champagne is usually going to have Pinot Noir grapes or Chardonnay grapes, and this is what was written in the wine club. A new producer, and it's a fine introduction. Pear, golden apple, granite, and soft white flowers entice on the nose. And the pear, apple, and stone translate nicely on the palate. Guess I should look over here. Uh, with pleasant toasty notes adding to the dance. Time to celebrate. If not, celebrate this wine as an occasion. That sounds like open that bottle light. Yes, it does. Contains 40% Chardonnay, 40% Pinot Men... Mon can you pronounce that? Menoir? Menier. Menier. Pinot Menier and 20% Pinot Noir. So... Anyway, if you haven't, like I said, we're going to talk a lot about the Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk probably in general, but Gary, the Gary V. Wine Club and his wine text, really a sensational value um, because this is a $45 bottle that came with two other wines. The value on that particular month, Shelly, are you curious? Of course. $94. Nice. Was what the value was of that wine, and this particular one we had a uh, 2016 pre prescription Chardonnay, which retails for 25 bucks, and then a 2017 Matthias and Rose, which retails for 24. That's 94 dollars worth of wine in that one wine club. This is not to promote Gary's Wine Club completely, but he has some influence and he sends really good wine. Okay, so how does this taste in the the wide mouth glass? 
know what? I actually get more out of that than I do this. Why is that? The reason that there um, you have champagne flutes is to keep the oxygen from getting in, right? So you keep those bubbles going, and these bubbles just have really not continued very much at all on either side. They are tiny. Definitely the champagne is has tinier bubbles than the sparkling wine. Can I borrow that barefoot bubbly again? I want to give this another go here. You know, I'll tell you, I did not expect... It's pretty. Yeah, I did not expect this at all. Yeah, those bubbles aren't anywhere near the champagne. Much, much larger bubbles. Uh, we can just pour away. We are not going to spit this stuff. Uh, we will probably not be... Oh, Alexa decided to speak up. How nice of her. Yeah, much tinier bubbles on the champagne, and they come right from the middle, as opposed to, like, all over. Very interesting. Nice. So, uh, Shelly, do you want to explain a little bit how we got into wine? I think we should explain why we call our little podcast Wine Time. Wine time. Perfect. You said little podcast. That's cute. <laughs> You're going to take a picture? E eventually. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so uh, when we first way um, I can drink. <laughs> lived in Idaho, we lived in a house on 10 acres. And there was no landscaping. We bought it freshly built, <laughs> I guess you could say. And so we would work outside all day long on the 10 acres. We were putting in a garden and a chicken coop and we were an putting orchard. in hard labor. That's um, what we were putting in. Yes, hard labor. And so we would forget to come inside. So when one person got tired enough, we would <laughs> ring a bell so that the other person could hear it. And it would say wine time. So the bell itself on the house says wine time. Well, eventually we ordered a bell and had it engraved wine time. I don't remember the bell before that. There was a bell before that? No, that was the bell that we ordered. Oh, well, so what did we do before we got the bell? We just yelled wine time? I guess so. <laughs> I do not remember that. That's okay, though, because <laughs> my memory's going. That's okay, though, yes. That's okay. So we, st we do have the wine time bell still. Yes, and now we're <coughs> famous for wine time because when the kids come to visit, we have wine time. Um, when my mom used to live with me, we had wine time. Oh, when my dad right. used to live with me, we had wine time with cribbage. Just uh, for historical note, a game of cribbage tends to go about 15, 20 minutes. Our games would go 45 minutes but that was okay because it's quality time it was quality time it was quality wine time and here's another little tidbit that was fun we would pour her dad a glass of wine but he didn't like to drink water so he would just drink wine like like it was water and so we knew we had to kind of dilute that wine a little bit we knew that if he loved the wine and put his glass down and said this is great we didn't dilute it enough. But if he said, this is garbage, and he pushed the glass out, <laughs> we're like, oops, we put too a little too water. much water. But we did that just to protect, because he would drink those as if they were water. 
He also had a tendency to fall. <laughs> and he had a tendency to fall, even when he didn't have wine. So we wanted to uh, be as successful as possible and not push the envelope, if you will. Uh, the other thing I was going to... What? Oh, she's looking at the clock. We have, we'll be editing this, so the 20 minutes will be fine. <laughs> Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention was, and now I forgot, so maybe I'll remember in our next, that's a tease, the next episode will have what I forgot, we hope. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, anyway, tonight we had a barefoot bubbly. With a 10.5% <laughs> alcohol. Oh, oh okay, us. really? 10.5? Yeah. Well, that is interesting. What is the, uh, oh gosh. I'm really surprised by the barefoot actually because... I normally don't like their wine. Sorry, Barefoot. 12%. Um, champagne. Yeah, the champagne was 12%. Ten and a half for Barefoot, which is nice, except for, you know, the thing is, people are like, oh, my God, I want the most alcohol. Yeah, you guys are probably not wine drinkers per se. You like to get drunk. This, the, the hotter the wine, you don't, you don't want to have that feeling right the more alcohol you don't like that so the ten and a half is actually really interesting last sip on the barefoot bubbly yeah it's you know it's funny I'm saying it's not hideous it's not <laughs> but it's actually hideous. not bad at all yeah it's pretty good uh, I mean this could be a nice uh, wedding reception wine when you're on a budget you can certainly taste the, the difference between the two, if you know what champagne tastes like, Shelly's right. It's got that yeast uh, to it, that yeasty taste to it. And this definitely has that. It's a $45 champagne versus a $10 barefoot bubbly. But you know what? For Sunday morning, having a little mimosa, perfect. For a quick little celebration for a It's Friday, which today is, right? It, now, we're recording this on a Saturday but it's published on a Friday. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we will see you next week and wine time out. Thank you for spending part of your evening to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to visit our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page for daily conversation about wine. We invite you to join us again next week when we have a conversation over another glass of wine. Until then, remember life is way too short to spend time with bad company or drink bad wine.